Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. Uh, this week, my returning guest is Kelsey Ross. Uh, I had Kelsey on the show two and a half years ago, episode 83. So honestly, is I just re-listened to it and it's really good. So if you like, are, you know, want to know anything about doing this, because we're kind of talking about tax deeds sort of uh, playground. I don't know where this conversation is going to go today, but that's what we were talking about last time. Um, so some quick pointers, if you're wondering what it is, he talks about the, um, the September auctions, the one-year redemption period. Uh, he talks about the liens uh, and the one-year redemption, uh, the March-May auctions, the 120-day redemption, basically four months. Um, and then uh, if the people want to redeem these properties and they're in the redemption period, pay, how, how much they pay uh, to, to, to try and take it back from you. Um, anyway, we, we go over the whole sort of process. And back then, uh, Kelsey was just getting into, he bought a few of these things. I don't remember how many it was. Um, but I was like, you know what? We really should get them back. Because like, you know, it's been two and a half years. There's a lot that's happened. And um, I'm sure that they're like, he's went through, finished the whole process on some of these things. Um, for people who haven't listened to episode 83, uh, Kelsey, let's give them a bit of an intro to who you are and then we'll, we'll continue this. Sure. Well, again, thank you again, Glenn, for having me. And again, thank you for uh, providing this space for Canadians who are investing in the United States, where they can come get some information from people who are actually doing it, being through various experiences. And, you know, I watch pretty much every single episode. So again, really salute to you for having this platform and uh, availability for us who's out there doing stuff to share. So well, like Glenn said, my name is Kelsey Ross. Uh, I kind of got really deep now into the U.S. via like the tax sales. I've par purchased everything outside of the tax sale, but really this started through the tax sales. And in Lake County, Indiana, I'll give a quick synopsis. They do have a couple different tax sales that take place. One of them is the, I believe it's called commissioner sale that takes place usually in March. Now it's moving. It's going to take place in May this year. Now it seems like they're just amalgamating that used to have one in March, one in May. Now the last two, they've been in one auction. So maybe it goes that way. And also be previously there before COVID, they were uh, in person. So they were live, a lot of energy. And, you know, you get to see who the players are. You get to see people's actual game faces, but now it's online. And I don't think it's going to go back from the online. So that's kind of taken away from it in a sense, but it makes it easier. You don't have to travel there to sign up. Uh, the last one they had that I signed up for was in 2020, just before the world changed. And I waited in line, I think, well, six hours or so to sign up for that, that tax sale. Now it's online, so everyone can just do it online. Uh, so again, that's the tax sale. And the, the, what drew me to the, this Lake County tax sale was they, they do have the short redemption period. So uh, they do have a sale where it's four months. That means the owners have four months to pay up the taxes, what you've put into it, the 10% on top of the money, whatever. If not, then it, it will go to default and you can apply to get the deed and it'll probably take about eight months to get the deed from the time you, the tax sale takes place. So that is something, but I also want to uh, share then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stick there quickly. So a couple of these places like Glenn mentioned that we did get from the tax sale that we did bring now to completion like you know we definitely like anyone who's doing any rehabbing definitely the ups and downs are there 
pretty much we kind of GC'd ourselves. Like, I mean, I'm, I went and did most of the, the traveling. I think between, in 2021, I think I was away for about 90 days. Yeah, I was about 90 days, wow. about four different travels. You know, I was away for a good period of time. But again, it just, it was at the point, you just had to get them done. Because again, we were talking about it, talking about it. But you, at least it was nice to see from actual tax sale, getting the deed, rehabbing, actually flipping, cashing in some money and, you know, putting the money back again. So we've done that now with two. One went really good and the other one just right there, just, just right there. But at least I can say to this point, in my years of real estate investing, I've never lost a dollar. I've never came out negative on a, on a deal. I'm sure at one point it may happen, but everything I've done so far, at least I've kept above water. So. Cool. So you said that all of the auctions are online now. Um, is there like a deposit you have to kind of hold to show you you're like actual serious or about this or anything, or just anybody can just sign up and watch the whole thing? Sure. So like Lake County specifically, because there's a, so many things that were taking place there. It's a bit more, um, it's a bit more now they ask for a whole bunch of stuff, but essentially if a hundred dollars, uh, is that is non-refundable. So the hundred dollar is non-refundable. But the $500, so you have to send in $600. So you, $100 for their servicey and then $500 because the $500 would go towards your first bid item. So if you bought something, that $500 would go towards, if you didn't buy anything, you would get refunded your $500, but the $100 is non-refundable. Uh, many other counties just have a straight dollar amount. Some, many do it for free, uh, but in Lake County where we are specifically, uh, kind of focusing on yeah they have the a bit different rules yeah everything was completely different during covid um like everything um so that's one of the changes was there anything else like did they even have the auctions during covid yeah they did have the auction last year but it, it went online like i said it used to be in march and then it got moved to i believe last year ended up taking place in april yeah. or may and like again this year the same thing it's now it's it used to be in march now it's going to take place in may the registration time was later and they're using a different they're using the better what's actually happened this year is they're using well many would say a better auction system than the, the one they used last year because there's a lot of issues so okay. they're using one that a lot of people had better experiences that they specifically use in the september auction they're using that now in this auction. So I think people like that fact, but they're still waiting. Like I'm still waiting to get approved because they have to make sure that you, you owe taxes on no properties, no partner. If you're, if you're signed up as, as under a corporation or entity, that's a bunch of headache in itself because nobody related to that entity could owe taxes on any property in Lake County. So they, they yeah. yeah. So is it easier then to just do it in your own name then rather than do it in the Definitely, name? definitely. Okay. definitely. That's a good tip, actually. And then uh, when you're done, like when you're, you got this deed, do you uh, quit claim it to an entity or just leave it in your own name? Right. So it depends on how you're doing. Some I just left in my own name. Some I, I quit claimed into an entity, a, a group that we had and so forth. So it depends on what I'm doing. Some I just, like I said, I still just get them, clean them out and then flip them back. Uh, but now I have some to hold, some that we flip to turn back into the hold money, into the hold rehabs and so forth. Awesome. So <laughs> tell me about, uh, about your business. What do you, what do you guys kind of do and what's the, like, what, how the, how did that one project go or how are you planning sure. your future yeah. projects? 
Right. So, I mean, there's really a lot, a lot going on now. Uh, like I said, one of them was a rehab. We put in just quickly, I think it's about $38,000 in that one rehab. This probably took us like five, six months to do it. And then we sold it for a hundred thousand dollars. So we set like the benchmark comp in that area for the, yep. the highest sale. So we did a little service to ourselves and others around in that yep. area. And then a second one that we had. Oh, so that was your bench. You, you created the benchmark. Correct. Correct. That's awesome. <laughs> right. It feels good. And, and like I said, to be honest with you, I, although I do this definitely for us and for monetary gain as well, I've made a lot of connections and people in the community. So people who've had a house that long, their suppressed value is not there now. Now you could say like, you know, your house shouldn't be worth that little bit. Let's be real. It, it shouldn't be worth that little. So yeah. like, you know, it can help everyone around as well. Uh, so I think that's nice as well. But again, that one re really nice. We had another one that we'll just, I'll touch on quickly, then I'll talk about what we're into now. Uh, that went, it went, it went, it went bad. Like, it, you know, the rehab probably was about 25, nearly $3,000 over budget, right? So like, you know, it, 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 these things happen. Contractor who couldn't fulfill what he was doing I like you probably learned as well, Glenn, a lot of these guys, you know, a lot of the great people, great people, but I'm the finance part, the working part part's fine, but like how they manage money, I'm just guessing a lot of times there's gaps there. Right. So yeah. yep. that becomes a problem and it, it's either you're going to let it just sit there and try and think you're going to wait for them to fix it. Or you jump in, bite the bullet and say, you know, what, we're going to continue on. It's going to cost us more. And that's what I did. I seen that it was, it wasn't going to go, it, what, it just wasn't going to happen. So I said, you know what, I just got to go out there and just make it happen, pay the extra money, whatever, whatever, and just make it happen for us to actually come to, let it be finished off. Like I said, we ended up selling that one. We had it listed in December around Christmas, bad time, New Year's, bad time, weren't getting any action. The day we were pulling that one off the market, the realtor said, somebody wants to see it on, on Tuesday. Do you, want to, do you want to see it or leave it or just rent it like you guys said you're going to rent it? I said, you know, let them see it. Sure enough, Tuesday evening got an offer. So like, you know. That feels good. It does. And it just, you know, we just took that and just let it go. Because that one I didn't specifically want to rent. I'm not in the, and I'll kind of transition. Yeah. I'm not in the big business of, of having a, a bunch of single family homes. For me, it's not my model I want to go. That was a three bedroom on slab. Uh, you know, it, it, that would be good rental. Fine. We could get $1,000 a month for it. But like I said, our rehab went way over. We we're into about like $71,000 into it. For me, I didn't want to leave all that money there. We no. could have tried to refinance that one. But you know what? Sometimes you just get a feel as your investor and everyone's different. Let I this one go, get back where you are, at least get back your money and then reinvest in something that makes more sense. That's just kind of... No, those are those are really wise words. I've done the same thing. I, I've also had some projects that didn't go to plan, but we didn't lose money either. And the same thing, you're like, we just have to sell them, use that money for something better. When I started investing in the U.S., I did it by myself and had to go through the growing pains of doing that. GlennSutherland.com slash coaching. A 12-week coaching program done one hour per week over Zoom from the comfort of your own home. Classes are kept to five people to be able to answer everyone's questions. Shortcut the process. Make fewer mistakes. Curriculum available at glensutherland.com slash coaching. Correct. And I, and I think there's no shame in that. Like, you know, I know a lot of people say, you know, they want to 
you know, I never sell real estate. I only hold, I only hold, I mean, to each his own. But to me, I'd rather be able to keep things moving and keep having positive experiences, right? Because you're more willing to keep doing stuff and people around you are more willing to do stuff and people are more invested in you when you keep on winning. You're not winning. Not everyone's making 100,000 every deal. Not everyone's not making 200,000. This isn't GTA, right? For the markets that we're moving in. Yes, there are big lumps that you can make, but you know, just having some success pushing through and be able to do, go on to something else, you know, that, that's kind of what it is. So I'm not solely fo functioning on the auctions now. It's coming to a point now because I'm around a lot doing a lot of business that people are bringing me deals. Oh, I know so-and-so is buying, selling their house. I know so-and-so is selling their house. In the last two houses, that's all I've got them. That's amazing. And yeah, when you said that about like not making as much and that's what, even when you go into, you know, the Ohio's, Indiana's, Missouri's, Kansas, all, all those uh, Kentuckys, all the stuff in the middle. It's uh, whenever I run my numbers, it's all in percentages. And yeah. when you go into the more expensive markets, you can't make the same percentages. So then it goes to dollars. When you, yeah. you want to go work in Florida, Texas, Toronto, <laughs> you're going to work <laughs> on dollars, not percentages, because you can't make the percentages, right? Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a different way. You, you just have to run your numbers slightly different, right? And you have to make, it has to make sense for that market because you can say, I need to buy at this percentage but you just, it doesn't exist in those markets. <laughs> right. 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 And I do a lot of cash deals. Like, you know, I want to definitely start transitioning more into, into stuff, uh, stuff that are finance, but majority of everything I'm doing is just a cash deal just because the dollar amounts are so low to yep. be able to get in. Right. So even yep. at the most recent ones, it's just, yeah. Well, the, there's the advantage like working in uh, like, cause you know, you're Gary, Indiana. I kind of think of, no, it's similar, but different to like Toledo or Dayton where I do a lot of stuff. And it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's cheap enough that if you can, uh, it's easier to find the money to work in cash. If you want to JV with somebody or raise some money, um, and do some private, like take some private money. Um, it's, it's an amount that everyone can handle, <laughs> right? It's not, you're asking, it's not like you're asking to buy a property in downtown Toronto cash. Right. Um, right. <laughs> it's a little different. Right. Um, and so it, no, it, it is, it, it's a scalable model that way because it is, it's something that a lot of people can, can can handle right and uh, if things go a little long they can handle that too right i want to touch on that for what you said there for scale because that's kind of been my mind state is to be able to scale right and in the area that we've kind of started in the tax lien at the dollar amount yes you put a 30 40 000 into it and get it going and either to rent or to flip to make some money my thing is just to be able to scale i can continue to move like you know i just buy another house off this of this lady who a guy met at a bar and he told me about that she wants to sell a house. Anyways, bam, within two days, the deal was done. Quick claim sale, went to the county together, did all that and got it done just like that very quickly. The previous sale, the one I bought in November was a contractor guy who, who actually introduced me to the, the lady who wanted to get rid of that house. So bam, it was just, you know, a quick conversations like that. And I think that's a key thing, Mike. I, mean, I think to say that is scaling is also scaling your network of people who you meet, not just necessarily the business right away. It's also the people who you meet, the networks that you're involved. Uh, and, you know, it just, things just come kind of come to you once you're involved. And that's my big thing about going away. And yes, I do have the time to be an ability to travel for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. But, uh, you know, I think it's crucial to, to grow and scale your network as well. So as you're, you're scaling your network, like you said, you met the person in the bar, 
Like I know when we were talking uh, on the, the show like two and a half years ago, you were talking about like how they were, um, you were kind of buying a specific neighborhood. Does because right. now you're kind of you're getting them from wherever you get them. Does that mean you've expanded into you've been a little bit more open to different neighborhoods or what? How does that change as you grow? Sure. So I still we're still focusing on a similar neighborhood because you have my brother Carl. You could probably quote the episode that he was on, but. The four unit building that we have is right in that neighborhood. Then we have a, a two unit across the road. That one's our next rehab. And we have uh, two single families there as well. And one we're rehabbing as we speak right now. We're into the second phase. So windows, doors are on, cleaned out, HVAC is in and so forth. So now the drywall is going to be going up. So that's one that we're actually rehabbing that we got off the auction for $500, a brick house. Great condition, wow. great foundation, 500 bucks. We got that one off the auction. Again, it's probably gonna probably say $45,000 to get it completely done head to toe. And that one will probably, we're looking to keep rent and Burr refinance this one. So we're gonna try and, and refinance this one that we have currently rehabbing right around the corner. And, but yeah, we're definitely focusing that area because another uh, investor, they bought three of the, duplexes right across and they've they're changing the rent from a thousand aside to 1200 aside right so changes they bought these sorry go ahead i know that changes the numbers a lot right that's good oh, yeah big, big time big yeah. time so the one that we have we got for six hundred dollars and we'll put probably 45 50 000 into it and if we can get you know i always say even less let's say we get the thousand aside i know it's more but yeah a thousand aside two thousand dollars from like a 45 fifty thousand dollar investment that's a, a good look, right? So I know everyone wants the pretty stuff. I don't like the pretty stuff. I like the ugly stuff and I make it pretty. That add value, right? That's you know what? That is the name of the game. And that's where you'll actually create the you create value. Like you create uh you know even like you know, we talk a lot about this, but you know, proving these neighborhoods, especially when you're specific. Uh, you can turn entire neighborhoods around, uh, make people want to live in these neighborhoods by taking the ugliest house out of there. Um but you know, uh, if you just pick all the pretty ones, that's when you're going to have so much more competition. <laughs> so much more competition. How do you learn? I guess, like as well, Glenn. You know, I like to learn. I mean, people learn in different ways. I know you do a lot of stuff virtual, so you have a ton of knowledge right across the board. But I like to learn a lot of stuff in the field because slowly, yeah, I'll transition from being fully in the field. But I like to know and understand all the nuances from both sides, from being the investor and being on the con contractor side going to Menards, going to Home Depot five times in a day because something doesn't fit, doesn't work, this, that, time, paying other people, guys around you who want to get paid every day. They do half work, some work, and no work. There's a lot of pressure on all sides. So I like to see and have a great scope of the full thing, right? I have, I have a good understanding of completely what takes place, right? And it, it just opens your mind up a little bit more and have a little bit more understanding. Oh, I totally agree. You uh, you totally understand your projects a lot more than I would with mine because I, I handed over to a GC. Um, so you know, being in there, and I used to do the 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 whole GC myself uh, when I did it in Canada, right? I was the guy on site every day, which uh, I totally respect. Like, there's a lot. It takes a lot out of you dealing with all these trades. <laughs> totally, uh, it's it's not uh, it's not something for the faint of heart, right? No, no, because you know you're you're a psychiatrist, you're you you know financial advisor, you you know you're 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 everything more than just what you see in front of you as well, right? 
Yeah, and we talked about like uh, you or you brought up kind of of uh, switching trades or switching contractors um, in the middle of a project, and I've done this as well, and it's one of the hardest things ever. Um, when you were doing it, how was it that you um, did you have to send give money to the old contractor? Like, what? How did the transact or transition happen? I would say I we paid more than what the work at the point where he was. Okay. It, it was more yeah right so like i i even just kind of said to like you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna keep on going in i did there i did really wasn't any further discussion because to me it's like if you're not saying anything to me and then nothing's happening that means you're not doing it no more i don't there's no need for any further back and forth i don't burn bridges even though it didn't go right i, I still don't burn bridges but i just gotta keep moving on i don't, I don't believe it i've seen a lot of people and probably heard about the stories about Glenn. A lot of people sit back as investors, think that you're gonna argue through a phone or through an email and think it's gonna happen. It's not, it's not gonna happen like that. You're gonna to have to take action. You're gonna to have to get uncomfortable. You're gonna to have to, if you're serious about it or you'll sit down there, you'll sit down there, something will happen and catch a fire, someone will go into it. Who knows any, the amount of things that can go wrong. You, you, sometimes we just have to take action, taking time off work, and traveling a weekend drive whatever however you have to get it done i mean that's just what it is yep get it done <laughs> you know it's it's not easy yeah is there anything i should ask you like about tax deeds or tax um, or how, how your business is going oh, I what, what I, what I'm doing? yeah go ahead sure what i wanted to touch on quickly as well is um like the sheriff sales so you know mm. in different counties across america they have sheriff sales and in February, I was able to experience one. This one in Lake County, it's the, the sale. And at the end of the auction, you have two hours to bring the money, but then the house is yours at the end of the day. You get Whoa. the mail, yeah, in like three weeks, but bam, it's yours. You have to bring the money within two hours after the sale, but it's yours. Uh, you know, there's definitely a nicer product available there as well. A lot of stuff in the suburbs, that's where you'll definitely see a lot of the big dogs go out there or representing big companies, because you know, you're buying houses, 200, 300, $400,000, but there's stuff in there. I've seen a house go for $45,000 in East Chicago, and it was well worth 100,000, a three unit. So sheriff sales are something for anyone to look into. Again, I just look in Lake County, Indiana, but it could be any county across America. So sheriff scales, like what's the difference and why can they close this so fast? Have they already foreclosed on the property? Like does the, right. the, 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 that's what's happened? The, the county right. owns it? Right. So I, you know, I, I shouldn't speak to it a hundred, but yes. the, the sheriff and the county have foreclosed on that property. That's why they can give the deed over so quickly. Yeah. Right. It's not like there has to be a process like in the tax sale where you have to go through a redemption period where the owners have a period of time to pay up the taxes, fees, et cetera, in order to redeem their property. And the sheriff sale, it's already a, a done deal. However, it's set up again, I can't say it correctly, so I don't want to go look into it, those who are interested, but yeah. it is very interesting. The only, all, all the liens are wiped off except for federal, I think. You just have to check, but you can always go to the, uh, right into the county there or online and check to see what's on that property as well, right? That's. So we love about in the U.S. as well. There's so much access to information, easy access to information. It's just not funny. Yeah, totally agree. That's awesome. Cool. Right. Oh, I, I'm my plan. I'm going to do a tax auction this year. So um, 
<laughs> that's that's my that's one of my goals so i'm gonna be going down I'm actually going down the states on thursday but uh i'll have to go down for a tax auction which i'm not going down for you know, for something nice, else. Nice. Uh, where are you going alabama is it alabama are you playing in alabama they have de they do deeds in alabama uh, I haven't really been, I haven't bought anything in Alabama in like three years. I'm actually starting to sell Alabama because it's okay. like tripled in value. Um, nice. But no, I'm, I'm probably do Ohio or Indiana or Missouri. I'm starting to do it going back into Indiana and Missouri again. So nice. yeah, so it's, yeah, we're, you know, we're both in the same state when we're in Indiana, <laughs> but they're like, it's so far apart, <laughs> you know, it's a long state, right? So I'm, I'm down Where to the you bottom. Go? You go Southern Indiana or Yeah, Indiana? I'm in the South, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're the north right, right. <laughs> still like a three or four hour five hour i don't know how long that state is long drive anyway still from top to bottom yeah well thank you for coming on the show uh kelsey if people wanted to get a, a hold of you what's the best way to do so sure yeah you can get a hold of me i think on facebook i think i'm ke ross on facebook ke ross on facebook I do put stuff on YouTube. Shoot, I don't even know what my YouTube name is. But if you send me the send me the link after, and I'll I'll put a link okay. in the show notes. Sure, dude, because I do share some of my like travels and stuff, and some stuff I do when I do traveling away on my YouTube channel. And I hope to grow it one day, but you know, focusing on other things. You focus on actual doing, right? right? It takes a lot of time to all this other stuff. Focus on the yeah. the money making and the business, even if it's not money-making, focus on the business before the other part, but yeah. Definitely. Well, again, thank you again for having me and thank, hopefully people can get something from it, a motivation to try something and know that you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. There's there's a lane for you uh, that, that you can try. So anyways, have a great day. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>